and welcome to Survivor Mates. This is the Australian Survivor podcast with me, Matt. And, and me, Amberly. Well done, Amberly. Um, <laughs> this is really exciting for us because we are big Survivor fans. We've big watched, old, big old fans. We've watched all 32 of the US seasons, which is, <laughs> well, actually, I missed a few in the middle. Did you miss any? I don't think so, um, but there are some doozies in there. <laughs> there was a racist season. There, there was w- a racist one. <laughs> we kind of because they actually separated in the tribes based on race. Based and, on race, and and I think everyone quickly realised what a bad idea that was for a whole. Even in the show, fun. they're co- constantly commenting on it. Like, is this <laughs> is this okay? Are we all right here? So we so I missed that season, but I've seen most of the seasons of Survivor, the, the US the, series, the non-racist seasons. So to say that we've been really excited about Australian Survivor is probably an understatement. Because, oh, well, man. Excited but maybe a bit scared or nervous that they would stuff well, it up. I'm, I've always said I'm hoping that the, the show is 70% as good as American Survivor. <laughs> American Survivor is so good that a 70% goodness of it <laughs> is A-OK. Okay, well, we're, we're, let's just jump straight into the results. Like, uh, we're, yeah. we're two episodes, week one, into Australian Survivor. What percentage rating do you think it is as good as the American season? Okay. F- from the, Okay, the first two episodes, I would say a 70%. I see some problems that could occur, but right now I'm happy. Okay. Let's start yep. with the, the obvious one, because the best host of reality TV ever is Jeff Probst. Jeff Probst is our hero. Yes, he is such an amazing host. uh, And he is not hosting the Australian version of Survivor. (laughs) Apparently he was busy or something. Like He's he's (laughs) already hosting two series a year of the US Survivor. So he couldn't squeeze in the Australian one as well. Um, What do you think of his effort? You know what? He's great. <laughs> End of review. I mean, there's, there, you're never, you're never going to be Jeff Probes. Jeff Probes does everything, mm. but so far, he's doing a great job. He's, he's like, he's. If I had to try, if you had to, like, in your brain, think of an Australian Jeff Probst, <laughs> it'd probably be him. Uh, it's probably what he's become. Well, I, I, even from that first shot, that very first shot where he's kind of ruggedly on the rocks. yeah, walking along the rocks with <laughs> water spurting out behind him. It was a very, it, so epic. it was a very Jeff Probst kind of shot. Just going for the next fifty-five days, they'll be forced to work together to battle the elements and each other until only one is left standing. This. And you know what I think Anthony has over Jeff Probst? Oh, something over him. Oh, God, that's bold. But, yeah, what do you reckon? The His arm veins are so intense. Je- I don't think Jeff could, could get there. Jeff has been doing this for 16 years. You've got to remember, he's no spring chicken anymore. He made a joke. I don't even think in the beginning he had the veins of that. Altitude. Altitude. (laughs) I think that's how you describe (laughs) veins in terms of height. Um, I I don't like how he says instead of like Jeff Jeff Probst, one of his famous things when a challenge is on is he'll go, I'll give you a minute to strategize, which is such a great great word. Anthony LaPaglia goes, I'll give you a minute to think about it. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> there were a couple of there are a couple of like just slight differences that were like oh that's more Australian. All right, well let like usually yeah go on. Oh yeah, we'll get back. We'll get to it. We'll yeah, get to exactly. it. Exactly. There's a lot to cover. Um, <laughs> it's a lot. Let's to unpack. Let's go to episode one, which was the premiere. It was on yeah. um, Sunday night, 
And yes, I th- big time. I think watching it, my first initial reaction was, "Oh, these production values are pretty good." Yeah, maybe um, they made the prize money half the amount. Yes. So or, they could get yeah, good production yeah, value, Which I, I disagree with so much because I think one of the the joys of Survivor is that a million dollars, someone said, I think it might have even been Jeff Probst, our hero. I mean, the, the Jeff. Yeah, said that a million dollars is just enough money for you to go crazy about. Like you will do yeah. stuff that you wouldn't normally do for a million dollars, like an indecent proposal. Like you, you know that's just – Yeah, just, even on national TV. Yes, yes. And so I think I don't know if half a million dollars is going to get there. Like, yeah, surely it's some. I mean, I feel like they've cast mostly super fans, and I feel like a super fan is more likely to play for the like the, the glory. Um, what's it called? The yeah, the yeah to say I've won Survivor, but still, just have a million dollars. And also, the other <laughs> massive difference is. Uh, instead of it being the typical 32 seasons of the Survivor have always been over 39 days, instead yeah. they've gone for f- some bizarre reason 55 days on Australian Survivor. Why? If you if you have ever seen a normal Survivor, um, by normal I mean American Survivor, <laughs> yeah, normal. by the end they're like they're dead. They're skeletons. They're so skinny. They're they're like they're on death's door. <laughs> after. 55 days. These people like there's going to be nothing left. And there's so much cast. I think it's so much. I think it's because yeah, what is there? Twenty four survivors or something. Twenty four. That like the most they've ever had on on um, American was twenty, and that was the racist season. Now because because there are as much as we want to move away from that thing ever existing, it just keeps coming to haunt us. Um, the, one of the worst things about this as well is because there are so many contestants, not everybody could get some screen time. Like I'm looking at the no, list. No, I, I still don't know who some of them are. I swear to God, Barry, who is this very striking looking fellow. Uh, oh, Barry. He hasn't said, he said about three words. <laughs> fun fun fact about Barry. Did you know he's a radio personality and he used to be a rodeo clown? Well, well there you go. Surely they could get something interesting out of well, that. Well, he's not really bringing his radio A game to, to Survivor so far because we haven't heard him say, say anything. One of, one of my favourite ones. No, but, but something I think is going to be interesting about the fact that there are so many and who they are showing is like survivor editing is like a brilliant thing and I don't know if Australia is going to grasp it as well but you generally can tell a lot about what's going to happen later in the season based on how they edit things and who they show like if there's a is there someone who isn't that interesting and they're getting a ton of airtime they're probably going to win yeah. or at least get to the yeah. end because they want you to invest in yeah, them yeah the winners edit yeah okay so it's not it's not for the people who aren't they sh- they're not showing it's not good news <laughs> so despite the <laughs> despite the format differences there, there might be also episodes where they just they get rid of someone and it's like i have no idea or emotional no, investment into that person at all like okay good see ya well it was kind of like episode 2 yep We'll get yeah, there. Yeah, we'll get there. Okay, there's a lot to cover. Let's let's go. <laughs> let's go straight um, to the start of, of episode one. So the first thing we saw was them all mm-hmm. uh, riding in on cars. At first, I thought it was at night, which I thought as well. If you're doing well, here's those lights going. Yeah, yeah. If you're doing 55 days of Survivor, the <laughs> the last yeah. thing you want to do give them the day is drop them <laughs> off at night. Turns out it was <laughs> it was dawn. It wasn't it wasn't night. It was yeah, dawn. Yeah. So we saw some people coming in, and there were some quotes in there where. I was just oh my god <laughs> instant judging people. Uh, was there anything that you picked up, Amberly? 
Oh, I loved Dez on his first. On his first. What did he say? They're gonna think this country boy don't know much, but I tell you, I'm smarter than the average dog. My IQ is probably higher than the number of hot dinners you've had. Enough of that. <laughs> like the most Australian man I've ever seen in my life. I thought um, Lee. No, not Lee. Sam's intro. He want like oh, okay. There's there's just going to be I think an issue with Australian Survivor where everyone's a little bit too Australian and in our culture it's it's okay to be like it's kind of seen as a good thing to be a hero and to not backstab or do like it's mateship yeah. it's helping helping your your mate oh, out. Oh, Sam the guy and who, I feel who like... used mateship in his intro. No, I did pride myself on my loyalty and mateship, but at the end of the day, this is Survivor, and you're either first or you're last. I've never heard the word mateship be used in an actual sentence before. <laughs> but Sam was like, yeah, I'm just really into my mateship. Um, oh, dear. Which doesn't work. That's not going to work in Survivor. No way. Well, I think that is what's going to happen in Australian Survivor, and maybe that's how Australian Survivor is going to work, which would be a shame, but I think that's how it's going to work. Well, there was Because the other person who, who called, called out to me as hero was Kylie, mm, the, fire, the firefighter fire. mother who cried, and her crying was her, her strength. But... She did get the winner's quote. What, what was that? What was her quote? So in the, in the first episode, whoever says I'm going to win Survivor generally wins Survivor. Wow. Because I watched her crying at the thought of her kids. And I'm and you were like, I'm no. I'm so sorry. I was like, no, nah, dead. No, nah, you're out of here. You're in the no. bin. Like if, if you can't even th- like she said something like, when, when I think about my kids, my heart swells up and it pushes tears out my face. So I'm like, that's not how human biology works. That is not why crying happens because your heart is overflowing. Uh, and to be fair, like throughout all of the episodes, she has been like great, but also the most melodramatic <laughs> human. Like, <laughs> we'll get there. We'll get there. We'll get there. So yeah, she was one of the quotes where I was like, no, nah, dead, stick it in the bin. Uh, Des. Oh, yeah. Um, Sam said, in the end, this is Survivor. You're either first or you're last. Oh, that's a good quote. Yeah. yeah. Oh, also, Evan, the drama teacher, who thinks his acting is going to be the thing that wins him the show. I will be able to say to them, listen, I hear what you're saying. I understand it. I'm sorry. And then the next day, stab them in the back. That was, yeah. I also like you go, okay, primary school teacher, there's a primary school teacher is going to uh, not do very well because if you care about people too much, which I guess primary school people people do because... I don't know if Evan cares about too much. <laughs> He's a strange angel, isn't he? And then he started doing that. And I just love when he, when he, when he like, has his confessionals to camera and he shows his, his skills. <laughs> what? He seems a, like a very sweet boy. Yeah, well, one thing I liked was his acting example, like example of how he was going to act was really bad. He could be sensitive. <laughs> he's, he's fake crying. But he's a charmer. He's a charmer, mate. Okay. So so that was... All right. So we have we have the three tribes. We have Sinapu, Vavau, and Aganoa. Just one more on the, the opening quotes before we move on. I, I oh, loved yeah, Andrew, who is... There's always one in every Survivor he's season. He's here for business. Yeah, he's, he's wearing a pink button-up 
like business shirt saying that this is a business transaction and he's and he's going to be here for business and he's a businessman. Business boy. Yeah. And then I'm like, oh, man, as soon as the first rain hits and your pink shirt gets soaked through, you are going to break like a pile of twigs. You know, <laughs> business transaction cancelled. Yes. So, okay, so... Okay, now let's go. There's, there, there were three yeah. tribes. And they all seem to have very distinct personalities. Yeah. These three. Yeah. What, see, straight away. I, wouldn't want to be, wouldn't want to love, wouldn't love to be on the red tribe. No, the red tribe. Oh, <laughs> man, they suck. Um, uh, just quickly, how nice was Peter's red suit? I just, I just was looking at a picture I, and then and I just had to bring it up. It's, why didn't they? Why didn't they talk about it? <laughs> they showed a shot it of was, it hanging it up was to a, dry. It was a power move to wear that suit, power suit, really, and yet <laughs> nothing was said. So okay, so we've got the the castaways. They're separated into their three tribes. There's that classic yes. Survivor thing of, hey, I don't know your name. Tell me your name. Tell me why you think you can win yep. Survivor. Put on our buffs. Yeah, get some quotes. Everyone's really excited. Uh, but, then, yeah. but then we're straight into it. We're straight into the reward challenge. Oh, yeah. Um, Fire challenge. Yeah, and so this was this was good. This had a hook um, that I've seen, I guess, a version of in American Survivor, but I really love the way they did it. So they, they said, yeah. okay, you go and get supplies. Well, because usually they're on a boat yeah. in American Survivor and they have to grab all this stuff off the boat, but there's no, like... Fire yeah, element. Yeah, generally. yeah. So they, they said basically um, uh, swim out, there's a, a tray full of supplies, a big old barge, fill up your, your own individual boats as much as you want and then uh, race to the fire. First person to the fire wins the challenge and the rest of the challenge is off. So you have to make a decision right away. Are you going to try and get stuff, supplies, or are you going to try and win the challenge? Um, you know what I would have done? What? I would have just got supplies. Number one, I don't know why none of these people learnt how to make fire. Ridiculous to me. <laughs> um, but number two, they always give you fire by the end of the, like, by the, at least they'll give it to you when you win, if you win a reward challenge, or they'll give it to you at the end of tribal. They always oh, do that. No, not that's a lie. Not have that's a lie, because there was that one US season. I think it was Rob and Amber. So Rob is the greatest Survivor player to ever play the game. Yeah, um, he's very But good. I think it was the season where, where um, he was, wasn't very good at the game, and, and they were having a disaster tribe as in they couldn't start fire the water was really dirty so they couldn't uh light the fire and then at the end of that immunity chat like the tribal council jeff said something like well you guys haven't lit fire yourself yet so you have to leave your torches behind (laughs) (laughs) sorry back to camp no fire see you later So, so this I thought this was quite nice that everybody got fire pretty quickly in this, even if you lost the challenge. Yeah. But the the I- but also can I just say I was very disappointed in these survives. That boy who said I think it was is it Neil who said he'd been going to the gym twice a day, setting up obstacles in his backyard, go to a, going to a hypnotist so he can get over mice yet doesn't know how to make fire. I know. I know. It looks like Guys. if you knew that you were going on Australian Survivor, surely there's That's number one. two things you look up. Number one, how to make fire. Number two, how to build a shelter. And seemingly nobody oh ha- had done this at all. Like the shelters that they I were think they're all, building were crap. They're all, going, they're all going in overthinking, overthinking their stra- like they're, they're overthinking strategies so much, but they just haven't, like, just got the basics down. Okay, well, this raises a good question because um, some people have levelled some criticism at these survivors saying that there's no one really likable here, that they're too they're Ooh. too strategic 
and they're too right. um, they're too because they're getting super fans. Yeah, survivory, um, and there's not enough uh, human drama. Which I agreed with at first when I watched episode one, maybe the first twenty minutes or so. It was so frustrating how much they were performing to the cameras and how much it was like they are so aware they're on Survivor. The amount of times they mention they're on Survivor yep. is unfathomable. But then, it's amazing. Then they had one sleepless night with a bit of rain, and then all and tides washing away campsites, and then they broke. They started breaking, and then <laughs> they're rubbing their tired eyes, and they're having more brutally honest conversations. Paranoia. And in that moment, I was like, oh. Oh, that's why this is the best reality TV show around because <laughs> unlike the Big Brother house or unlike, you know, My Kitchen Rules or Renault shows where you might have moments where you break and even MasterChef tends to break people every now and then. They MasterChef breaks people every three seconds. Yeah, but this show, <laughs> this show when you're stuck on an island and you haven't slept properly and you're hungry and, and you miss your family, this show, this is what, what reality TV show is are made of and it's it's why it's the best. I'm so excited about it. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty great. All right, so we get straight straight let's keep going on. We go to the Red Tribe Aganoa. Yes. And we've got Kat and Des not getting along. Kat's outfit for a second. Yeah, she, well, that hat and that necklace. It's not What is she thinking? It's not an island uh adventure dress sense, is it? She looks like she was dressed by Mamma Mia. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I I kind of understand a big floppy hat, maybe. Surely a cap is better. Why the giant gold (laughs) necklace? I'll never know. Maybe she thought she could barter with it later in the season. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah, like when they they made them go out into the streets and and buy things in um, Sandra's season. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, and Um, Sandra, another winner of US Survivor as well. So it worked. Yeah. Um, Dez's gameplay? Not entirely sure what he was going okay, for. There were a few people who, who came out of the gates really hard. Like, for some people better than others. Like, Connor came out as a super fan and... Even Connor, just this little boy in a plaid shirt, and just even like straight away when Lapalia says like, "Oh, what does it take to win Survivor?" and he gave this answer that he goes on like a three-year monologue for too long, and and you could tell it's just been edited down a little bit. Are you excited to play this game? I'm extremely excited. This is like a childhood dream come true for me. I, I can't wait to play. I love the show. I've always wanted to do an adventure. I, I read lots of books like Lord of the Flies and Robinson Crusoe. I, I love this kind of adventure, and I've, I've always wanted to do it. And I can't wait to. Get Get started and why do you think you have what it takes to win this i think anyone can really win this game and anyone can lose this game it's hard to say who would win and lose i mean you can be the strongest the fastest the fittest but you can also be the weakest and the slowest and you can still win so i don't know it's a it's a bit of luck it's a little bit of strategy it's a bit of everything so i'm not entirely sure if i can win this game but i'm gonna try my best i guess we'll see well that that was a great answer because that is true good well answer said. well said <laughs> Connor. And then straight away, straight away, he's in the camp and he's picked up a stick and he's burnt his hand. Oh, poor and he's Connor. in the water and he's cursing himself for, for stuffing up his survivor experience that he's been waiting his whole life for. <laughs> and meanwhile, Kylie, the firewoman, is just going, you okay, Connor? And just giving, giving, fine. giving him a fine. thumbs up. <laughs> cool, mate. So, okay, so... so but, but the fact they showed that and then it wasn't an injury makes me think that Connor's a big player because... It, it didn't affect yeah, him right. later. So Connor came out of the gates. He came out of the gates pretty hard and, and ready to play. And he was one of the only ones 
to get in an alliance. They took not like hardly anyone got into alliance, which would be what I would do first is try or at least try and make someone get into an alliance. I know, with no me. one because that Survivor essentially is a numbers game, and nobody seemed to be. Yeah. There was a few idle chit chat conversations, maybe um, in the first episode, maybe in the blue tribe, I think, but. Um, but yeah, no, no, no real hard, hard gameplay. This is our, our alliance. This is going to the end. Blah blah blah. Which is, which is what yeah. you need is you need that five. You need to get that five as quickly as possible. Well, you need to get your three, and then you need to join two. Yeah, on, and, I reckon, and, make, and then you've got your yeah, five, and make yeah. the two that you joined on think that they're part of the the tight knit group. So they don't know fire, they don't know shelter, and they don't know oh, gameplay. Man. They just love talking about the fact that <laughs> Well, okay, and then what we did see, though, was Dez. And Dez, oh, what Dez. a character, but what a confusing method of gameplay. <laughs> One of his opening strategies was, I'm going to do nothing. I'm going to sit in the background like Kung Fu Panda. And just sneak up on them at the what end. What does that even mean? <laughs> Look, I think he's just been hanging out watching some Pixar films before he came on the island. But, but, okay, so... I think he was trying to be a villain, I think. Yeah. He said he wanted to be the villain. I don't know. But you can, you can do that. You can play hard and you can play ju- duplicitous and you can backstab and you can lie... But you don't come out of the gates as lazy or unwilling to participate <laughs> because how, how are people going to side with you? I just didn't understand where he thought he was going to get people to vote not for him when that inevitable tribal <laughs> council came. He was, he, his strategy was literally, I'm going to be a dick. <laughs> Still, he's one of the most he, baffling characters I've ever seen on Survivor I, anyway. I know, I... I I, I was, I mean, I was, he would have provided many quotes if he'd stayed. And so I, at first I wondered with the Dez v Cat showdown that was shaping up very early because they rubbed each other up the wrong way. Well, Cat did, was, I don't think Cat played a great uh, beginning either. You never want to start in and start bossing everyone, especially if you're not like a person who uh, knows how to build shelters, et cetera. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. and then, okay. So, that, so then what happened is then we had, um, so there was a bit of setting up some camps. Uh, there was a, definitely the first night that they had and it was uh, one of the worst first nights. Des would not spoon. Des would not spoon. <laughs> That's for young people. Only young people spoon. <laughs> I'm going to sit on the beach. And then everybody ended up on the beach and then the tide started coming in. What a disaster yeah. of a night. It was just a big old disaster. Um, so then, then we got to the immunity challenge of the first episode, which, which I, again, mm-hmm. I was very interested to see this because um, – you know, American Survivor has high production values, and there was there was um, a series of Australian Survivor. Probably when Survivor was just starting out in the US, <laughs> and Australia was like, "I oh, will do this." And they oh, we, we've got yeah, this. And they, it was the worst show. I think it got cancelled before the end. But what the, <laughs> like literally before the end of the first season. And what they did for oh yeah, by the way, Eric won or whatever. Um, and what they ended up doing is the first challenge was a fire challenge, and they had to. To fire bow and arrows at it, and the thing wouldn't light. So they, they so they just poor planning. They just eventually went. Oh, oh well, the challenge. Uh, let's just go back. <laughs> let's go home. This is too hard. So, so also that survivor was a quarter of a million was what you were winning, yeah. which is another half. 
<laughs> okay, so we're, we're at the immunity challenge in this season um, and yep. it looked good. It looked like it was a... Yeah, it was legit survival. It had A-frames, it had a puzzle, it had a, a rope, you had to pull a heavy crate. So it... Butt grabs, lots of butt oh, grabs. Oh, heaps of butt grabs. It was gro- gropey ass, <laughs> which in a good survivor challenge you have to get gropey. It's a classic survivor. Yeah. So, so um, and what happened, so the Sanapu and Vival, is that, am I saying that right? Basically, blue, yes, Matt, you are saying that correctly. Blue and yellow won the challenge. Um, and then so Aganoa, who's now fast shaping up, they've had their camp be washed away. They're filled with, with, the, with <laughs> infighting between Dez and Cat, and then they lose yep. immunity. So they're going to, to tribal council. Can I just say of that immunity challenge as well? Yes. That was where um, Lapaglia lost me a little bit. He was a bit too nice. Yeah. He was a bit too PE teacher. I think at even one point he said great teamwork. <laughs> I don't think Jeff would ever say no, that. No, Jeff is great at... Um, so Australian. Jeff, Jeff is really great at giving people shit without them realising it. Like if, if one of <laughs> a Jeff favourite is if, if someone's screwing up the challenge, he's got two, he'll go... Um, either you've got to pick it up and that like just actually <laughs> shout instructions or the other one is he'll go there's a real learning curve to this challenge <laughs> which means you're doing it completely wrong but this one yeah sometimes he'll even he'll even be like Jess has no chance at winning this immunity <laughs> you're out of it Jess sit down <laughs> sit down you suck he did he did um he did call out dig deep which is a classic Jeffism ah. but other than that bit bit too nice right so we we had a, a losing tribe Aganoa so they're d- going to the first tribal council yes even afterwards though so Australian. Guys, it was no one's fault. It was a hard puzzle, guys. But that would never happen in American Survivor. They'd all be like, oh, yeah, you were on the puzzle. You're fault. Well, the whole thing You're is to get home. the target off your back, and the best way to do that is to blame someone else. So Yeah, they're all too nice. Well, there was a bit of talking about um, teaming up along a, a kind of gender lines, so a woman's alliance, uh, and and I guess the men were in a four, so to speak, as well, based on that. Um there's a rule in Survivor, Matt, I'm not sure if you're aware that I may have self-appointed, but <laughs> if you're going to have a woman's alliance, you never say the words women's alliance. You just make an alliance of yeah. women. If you call it a women's alliance, it's never going to yeah. work. It never well, works. Well, then by proxy this won't work then because this is what they do. <laughs> yeah. Exactly what they did. They are like, <laughs> come on, let's be the four women, let's make an alliance. Um, so, but... What ends up happening, and this, again, just adds layers of confusion to Dez's strategy for me, but all of a sudden <laughs> Useful Dez just came out. Useful Dez. He just said, you know, he, he pulled on his army training. He started building a shelter. Um, he, what what happened? Like, he, he was even strategizing. <laughs> he took some people to get some water and started going, oh, have you heard about this all-women's alliance? Oh, that's a bit dangerous if you... Yeah. Why weren't you doing this on day one? Do this before. Why did you think that it was okay uh, not to... Anyway, confusing. But he didn't... It wasn't a scramble either. He wasn't that... Like desperate, he was like, "All right, I guess I'll help you guys out." <laughs> so then we get to the first tribal council. Uh, mm-hmm. Awesome, I lo- loved it. Well, actually, oh, it started a bit boring. It started a bit boring. I thought, like, just a, and then it got to the meat, which was which was Cat v Des. Who was going? Because <laughs> I don't know if this is true, but apparently, in a lot of the like 
um, takes you don't see. Jeff gets really like intense in tribal councils and he can get quite mean and I just don't see LaPaglia doing no, that. No, no, too nice. Too- so I don't know if he's going to get as much out of them. A gym teacher, real gym teacher vibe. Yeah. So, yeah, and so um, basically <laughs> Dez again just drops all his social game and just goes, <laughs> I don't like you, Kat. Uh, and then... And, and then- <laughs> Then everybody votes. First person voted out from Australian Survivor. Des. That's five votes. That's enough. You need to bring me a torch. Everybody votes Everybody Des. voted for Des, which just shows the level of discord and disharmony he was bringing to the, to the campfire <laughs> every night. So, and then bang, that's it. First episode done. So how are you feeling at this point? I was, I was happy. I, I think that was a, a, a good job, Australia Survivor. Good job. Very legit. One thing I hope is that there's some people who love the American series and are tuning in to this to see how we go making Australian well, Survivor. And I'm pretty, I'm pretty proud of that. I reckon there will be, but, especially it's you get two episodes a week. If you're missing yeah. a Survivor fix, this will this will fill that hole. And it is airing when there is no US Survivor airing, so it's in a pretty good time. Mm. But and we got 55 days of this to go remember. Yeah, there's going to be a lot. <laughs> oh man, oh how are they going to do that? Um, okay, so so that's episode one, All right? And then we move yeah. to then we move to episode two, and we could probably run through this one a bit quicker because yeah. a lot less happened than episode one. Yes. Uh, yeah, like they, I feel like they had to force some things to happen in this one a little bit. <laughs> well, okay, there was still some confusing moments, right? So, uh, yeah, a- Aganoa come back from tribal council, and mm-hmm. Christy, who I knew nothing about because she yeah, didn't well, hardly hardly a thing said before this point. <laughs> <laughs> so Christy, all of a sudden. Um, is paranoid? Just starts piping up bizarre. about how somebody's stolen her bag. And it was a bit how, of an Abby Maria move. Yeah, Abby Maria, uh, she, who is from the US Survivor, but she, she, I, I don't think she, um, she's a US resident, obviously, but her accent would suggest that she's grown up somewhere else. Um, she's a difficult energy. <laughs> um, and this is a, yeah, an Abby Maria move where she would, she would just uh, start accusing people of stuff <laughs> unfounded. So she was going, you stole them. And, and I don't think anyone did move her stuff. I'm sure the cameras would have shown if someone had moved her stuff. No, which is what I thought was really funny. Cause she was going on about how she, her tops are missing and her bag is missing. I just wanted yeah, to, and how to, she's not an, she's not an idiot. She knows they've moved it. And I just wanted it to cut to one of the other castaways just holding up the bag and laughing to camera. <laughs> just cat, cat in a hat. <laughs> so, so yeah, no, her, she, she invented this whole thing, but she did start coming across as um, the first person to really start to break. And, you know, somebody mentioned that it's too early in the game for paranoia, which it is because paranoia does it always is. creep It's in. like day three. <laughs> when you start losing control of the information and you don't know who's voting for who, that's when paranoia creeps in. But there she is. Uh, ready to cast flame, um, and it really put her on the outer really quickly. But you know what I thought was a good move was Elle coming to Christie's side, third third uh, generation army. Don't know if she mentioned that, um, <laughs> and she, <laughs> um, because that's like if if you're like feeling sad uh, in Survivor and someone comes to you, that's like a real great way to make a bond with someone. And you could take Christy to the end with her paranoia and win against her. So I feel like what Elle did was really smart. I don't know. I think she might've just been doing it because she's a nice person, but if that was a gameplay move, I think that was smart. Well, there was a similar one on the first episode with Connor 
when he felt completely on the outs because he burned and his Flick hand. And Flick came to him. And, yeah, and then all of a sudden he had a friend. Who was it that came? Flick. Flick. Flick, yeah. the, the girl who's not afraid to use her body. <laughs> And not afraid to talk about it either. Um, yeah, so, I'm a promo girl. Yeah, so, and, and again, yeah, she sided with Connor and then all of a sudden Connor's mood lifted because he knew finally he was playing Survivor and not just... Yeah, uh, sitting sit- in some water. <laughs> okay, so so Christy's cast some aspersions around. Uh, now there starts to be some alliances forming. Yay! Like, so Evan tried to, f- to make this an alliance with kind of uh, L. He's Lee's- a charmer. He can flip any side. He's such a charmer. <laughs> so there was like L, Lee, Phoebe and Rowan who are tight, like legit tight. Yeah. And then Evan kind of like the, the kid trying to hang out at the parents' dinner table. Like just like, yeah. Yeah, I'm one of you guys, right? <laughs> Guys, look at my look at my skills. <laughs> but, but then, oh sweet boy! Then everybody started to distrust him a bit because he was strategizing too hard. Like all he talks about is yeah. strategy. It's like, come on, mate. Yes, yes, we're on your team. Can we please talk about our childhood or something? Like this is a, this is enough. <laughs> We've just been fifty five days with each other. <laughs> <laughs> if we talk about strategy the whole time, we might go insane. <laughs> Um, so he might be shooting himself in his own foot. Yeah. And so then we cross over to Sanapu. And mm-hmm. so Bianca is looking at like... Um, at, PI, yes. Yeah, she's a private PI. investigator who's lied about her past. And there's always someone who lies about their past because they have tickets on themselves and they think that their job is going to be... Yeah. S- put such a target on their back. <laughs> Um, and so, oh, who was uh, just sidebar? Who was the criminal investigator who was like, "My job is to to get information out of people. That's my job." And I was like, "That is such a producer line." It was that blonde girl. What's her name? A producer has told you to say that because <laughs> I don't, I've studied law. All you do in law is read documents. You do not <laughs> like you do not get sat down with the criminals and try and get a confession out of them. That's not what's happening. <laughs> yeah, you got to play good cop, bad cop. That's law. <laughs> so anyway, so Bianca is an actual criminal investigator, and she's she's yeah. almost too logical. She's always going, "Oh, I'm just going to use logic to to form a plan, and then going to." use that logic to win the game and they're going to use that logic to make the game happen how I want the game to happen. And Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so she started really early. Again, you're doing this too early. She just started trying to break up an alliance that she didn't need to. Like she wasn't No. She wasn't on the chopping block. She just saw people being close and she wasn't yeah. included and just wanted to break it up. And also she like she gathered information, but then she just told everyone all the information i don't like i don't think that's what pis are meant to do (laughs) no no so then what happened i think we got to see the shot of peter so peter um who's he was the oldest person in the tribe and he had his beautiful red suit drying beautiful red suit again i really wanted to love peter i just i want i wanted him to be my fave. <laughs> he's clear. He's got clear glasses. He's a bit yeah. older. He had a like in his cast red suit. His cast. It's just photo. the red suit. I love. That's all I love. Well, in his cast photo, he's wearing a very jolly shirt as well. Another, another jolly shirt. He's got. He's the dress sense. He's got. Yeah. He's got that. Yeah. He's one. Of, he's someone who would be described as quirky. Uh, so, but someone, someone wanting to quit Survivor is a 
big no-no. No, and especially not... As- especially so many people applied, so many people want to be where you are. It's very frustrating if you can't, if after three days you just want to throw in the towel. Don't apply then. Yeah, yeah, and he, and he looked like, like he, someone kept saying he was sick, but he didn't look... Th- that unwell. Like yeah, and we, then and then when they asked him what is, he was like, "Oh, I've lost my appetite." <laughs> we have, <laughs> All seen, right, mate. We have seen people be graphically sick on Survivor as well. If you watch the US season, um, yeah. like all kinds of wounds, all kinds of. Medi- hey, just a side note yeah. on American Survivor, Fiverr, the 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 medical team are always Australian. Yeah, are they going to have an American medical medical team on this one? I don't think that's they thought about it to that level of detail. I think that's how it works. Yeah, <laughs> some kind of exchange <laughs> program for reality TV Joe. shows. Um, Doctor Joe. <laughs> so Peter's sitting there and he's going, "Oh, I'm struggling and I I might want to quit." So he does that thing that's kind of this weird. I don't think I've any ever seen anyone do this and actually be voted out because of it, but he said, yeah. if you're going to vote someone out, make it me. But, but that's what he said to the camera. It he never said, ends up the person. Yeah, that's what he said to the camera. He said, I'm going to suggest that they vote me out. And then he, get, he cuts to his speech and he never actually says never vote me out. He never mentions it. I wonder, but see, this is what I wonder. I wonder if in they wanted to make more of an episode out of this and he did say vote me out and everyone was like, okay, and then that would have been the end of the episode. <laughs> Instead, his speech just talked a lot about strengths and weaknesses and voting. It was weird. It was a weird speech. (laughs) So, okay. So, um, it almost seemed like a speech where he was trying to save himself. Yeah. It was bizarre. Yeah, it was very bizarre. Uh, But one thing that I did like about this first part of episode two is, um, we got to see who is fast becoming my favorite, who is Nick. Uh, I like Nick. So Nick is, I don't, what tribe is he on? Is it yellow? Yeah. Yellow. Fun tribe, Vival. He's on fun tribe. I call them uh, Aganoa, which is red. They're the, they suck. They suck so bad. They, they flooded their boat <laughs> right at the start. <laughs> and and it, they, they just suck. Uh, They're so, not great. Sanapu. They got the model. They got the gold necklace. They had Dez. <laughs> yes. Sanapu, <laughs> who looks like um, the, the kind of the one to beat. Like they are. Um, Blue tribe. Yeah, Blue tribe. They they kind of had it together right from the start, won the first And challenge. they've got alliances going. Like they're, they're, they're doing it right. And then you've got Vavau, who are just a ragtag bunch of misfits who don't belong on an I'd island. Wanna be, I'd want to be in Vavau. <laughs> which, oh, which one was the um, the older lady, Sue? She's on Vavau, right? Oh, I love Sue. Yeah, so I love Sue. The grandma with 17 grandchildren. Oh, amazing. Oh, and the um, the um, the gay boy whose who's line was, what was it? I wrote it down. It was so funny. Craig. Um, that was it? Craig. Craig. I can cook, I can listen to Beyonce, and I can be a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I'm, I'm loving the Vow tribe. And then all of a sudden great. Nick stood up as being a kind of a bit of a leader. He didn't want the leader role, which... Yeah, an un- unwilling leader, but like still doing a great job. I, I really like him. And then he made him fire. And, I, and when they made fire, yeah. I, I clapped... And then I was like, okay, Australian Survivor, I'm in. I'm in. I love this. Okay, then we go to the, the challenge and, and we just had a reward immunity challenge, so no no separation this time. Well, I guess that's what you have to do when you have so many days. <laughs> and the reward was fishing, which is which is good. It's fine. I'm, I mean, I, I swear to God, if they'd offered them a tarp or, like, mattresses, people might have gone absolutely crazy based on how bad yeah. the first night's sleep was. 
but it was fishing yeah, stuff. Yeah, but it's pretty. It's pretty general survivor fishing to be the first thing. Yeah, yeah. No one's that hungry yet. They've still got all their fruit. Yeah, yeah, right. Um, they all. They seem to have a lot of fruit, actually. Yeah, so this, yeah, there was bananas are plenty, and it was good to see the chickens make an appearance as well, which is a bit of a yeah. survivor staple because you always get some vegetarian having a moral dilemma about whether they could yeah, kill the chicken or not. They, they form a nice little bond. But then in the last season of US Survivor, there was a, a gardener called Ty who, uh, yeah, who felt the pain and suffering of every living creature. Um, Even plants. He was so sweet. <laughs> um, and they kept a chicken all the way to the end as a pet. Yeah. Mark the chicken. <laughs> Mark the chicken. Anyway, so I don't think these chickens will make it to the end. But anyway. Um, no. So, so, yes, the, the challenge. now. This... Aussie men love their meat. <laughs> Barbecue <laughs> it up. Um, <laughs> the, this challenge was strange. So Go get your second lamb. <laughs> the, the sacrificial lambs. <laughs> such a conf- so... <laughs> it was confusing. So convoluted. <laughs> so, basically. Why pe- are they sacrificial lambs? <laughs> people had their hands and their, their legs tied and the other teammates had to just... Um, get them through this this obstacle course um, via following a rope. So wherever the rope went, a human had to go as well. Once again, a lot of buns touching. Yeah. Oh man, people were going. Well, you had to. You had to just. You had to. You had to. What? What else were you going to do? You had to get in there. Not touch the buns. <laughs> I know, we're here to win a million bucks. Oh, sorry, half a million bucks. Um, um, yeah, so they, they had the really big guy um, get chained Lee. up. It was Lee, the cricketer. Cricketer right? Lee. Yeah, right. Mm. But it's because at the end they were going to need uh, someone who could throw, I think, is was their thinking. Do you think because Lee's been a cricketer, this always happens in the US season, there'll be like a um, – uh, some kind of uh, famous sports star that somebody recognises and they're a bit afraid. Well, Des recognised him. Yeah, because they're a bit afraid to reveal it because they'll be like, oh, I'm a sports star. People will know I have a well, lot of money. Well, he's already revealed it. Also, I feel like in America if you're a sports star, it means you're a billionaire, whereas in Australia <laughs> if you're a sports star, it means you're an average yeah. Joe. You make 50 grand a year maybe. <laughs> yeah. uh, okay, all right. So, okay, so Lee might be fine there. So, anyway... Um, it was quite. Also, can I just mention? Side note: Lee's posture <laughs> is like too good. He's in any. Watch him in a confessional. His posture unsettles me. Okay, noted. That's, I'll leave it there. Noted. <laughs> I'll look out for that. <laughs> um, so, so what we ended up? Who who um, lost? I can't remember. Um, um, the for blue that, lost. Yeah, for, yellow came first, and the um, golden team lost. Yeah, and then the team that normally sucks, Aganoa, finally won something and looked very happy about it as well. They came second. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, they didn't lose. So then Peter's now back at the tribe talking about quitting again. Um, but he just wants everyone to vote with their heart. <laughs> <laughs> Seemed really strange. <laughs> and then. And then, and then I, I, I missed the scramble a little bit. What what happened here? But well, it, it almost seems like an edited scramble. If I'm honest, it was bizarre. It didn't make a lot of sense. What, one one thing that was interesting was to see um, the magician Matt, who I thought, okay, when you when you find out you're playing magician, survive- well, he's he's hiding he's hiding the fact that he's a mentalist as well. Yeah, well, when you would like so you can read people's minds, right? Is that is that what you're saying? No, he can. Men- <laughs> don't read. They read your like your body gestures and stuff to to 
like figure out what you're thinking. Yeah, yeah. But they can also make people do things that they don't want them to do. I've seen Darren Brown. I know how a mentalist works. Um, <laughs> so so when I, when I found out that Matt, the magician, was going to be playing Survivor, oh, man, I was like this could go one of two very clear ways. Either, and they could be, they'd both be great. <laughs> <laughs> either he will be a powerhouse because he has like a secret power, which is magic. So he's basically a wizard. <laughs> <laughs> or, or he will be or a man with be limited social skills who finally realizes without a deck of cards he's useless and was, was going to crumble in the sand and the heat. But well, I think it's going the first way because I think he's been lucky, but I also think he's doing a pretty good job. Yeah, but his social game was really strong. Like he was really good at, at kind of being mates with people, and there seems to be this kind of yeah. super alliance, which was I think Brooke Connor. Flick, Madden, Sam. Was, was yeah, the young, the, the kids. Yeah, yeah. And then, okay, so Tribal Council comes, kind of a bit of a boring one, um, but yeah. the, the PI who had pretended to not be a PI, Bianca, gone. And she also didn't do great in Tribal Council. <laughs> no. No, what, what, what about it? What, did, what didn't she do well, do you think? Well, she she told everyone everything. <laughs> She's like, oh, I've gathered all this information and now this is all of the information. These are all of my cards. <laughs> okay, see you, Bianca. Thanks for the info. Bye. <laughs> Bye, Bianca. You're great, Bianca. Bye. Um, and I had high hopes for Bianca. It's a shame. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I think it's – I can see what the producers are doing, someone willing to lie about their occupation and that occupation be about information gathering. But she was just, yeah. I think, the wrong – like Survivor is such she a – She didn't – I don't think she had the social abilities. Yeah. To, yeah, Survivor Even is, if she can get all the information and do a great job at reading people, you still need to play the game socially. Yes, and there are so, so many people who are so – hard on strategy or even play a strategy that might get them to the end, but they cannot win because they need that social game. Because at the end of the game, the people who you vote out have to vote to give you a million dollars, the jury. So, and that's what she was missing, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, But also, it's always a shame to have someone in the game who doesn't want to be there. Yes. Because also, there's always a chance that he could quit at any time. But the fact that we know know that they're going into two tribes before they, they merge, so... The num- like having people quit on your tribe isn't as big a deal as if you were just going to go to merge and you wanted numbers. Yes, yes, true, true. So we, um, so then we got a little preview for for next week, and the preview seemed to suggest that there'll be one of those classic Survivor moments where you can get an advantage for yourself and lie yeah. to your tribe, or love those, or you can take something back that benefits the whole tribe. And you know what? My prediction is classic Australia. They're all going to mate ship and they're all going to help their tribe. Oh, but there was that little quote from Andrew, who's the pink shirt businessman, oh, business who said like his bullshit meter was going off the charts or something like that. So uh, may, maybe, maybe there is. And you know, and Nick, who I love, was talking about needing his story to be watertight. So, so who knows? Who knows? Yeah, uh, maybe. But we get to talk about this all next week because yay! Because we're Survivor mates, and and we're gonna. Oh, do you want to hear the theme song for this podcast? <laughs> I have not agreed to this theme song, but I can't stop you from singing into your microphone. Oh, it's I forget how it goes. It's re- it's <laughs> it's great time. Survivor's great, and we're Survivor mates. Yes, Survivor mates. Survivor mates. <laughs> 
That, that um, can I just say overall, I think Kylie's going to win. I think Sam's going to go very far. I want Nick to win. I also think Flick's going to go very far. They're my opening opinions. And then there's a if bunch I had to if I had to make a draft of who's going to the end, it would be Nick, Flick, Sam, Kylie. Okay, that's interesting. I think Dark Horses, though. Sue might be one to watch. She's oh, very, I love Sue. She's very fun. Um, I I think Connor, super fan, is going to be devastated oh, when he gets yeah. out. So I can't Connor. wait. I can't wait to see it because I think he's going to be so sad. <laughs> he just seems like such a sweet boy. And I just something about Brooke. Um, I she has that um, thing that has popped up in Survivor before, which is this. Uh, um, Power players, like uh, very attractive people who are very good at the social game and, and somehow, um, if, if they play their cards right, can, can end up doing really well. So I don't know if she's I watch in- it. I watch it at one of those bonus interviews with Brooke. And also, she hasn't really watched Survivor before. She's said she's only watched about five episodes. And maybe in this season, that could be a bonus because everyone is playing very, very hard and are very, very aware they're on Survivor. Yeah, that's true. But I think I feel like that's melting away. And I think when you have 55 days to kill, I think, <laughs> yeah. I think it's really only going to get worse. Okay, so final final thoughts. Did you enjoy it? Are you in for Australian Survivor? I am, because we have committed I, to this podcast. So. <laughs> I'm so in. I'm so excited that there's Australian Survivor and I'm pretty damn happy with what they're doing. Yeah, I'm the same. I think I would love for the Americans to be watching this and going, oh, it's pretty good. This is like a season of Survivor. <laughs> um, I think I, I'd be interested in um, them taking their time with stuff and not trying to do too many twists and turns and stuff like that because the actual basic game yeah. is Don't enough. Don't overcomplicate it. But I just worry that there's too many contestants that are too samey in the way that they play. Like they're too... sure. They're too um, strategy-focused and too super fan of the game, which really sometimes misses opportunities for a... For example, no one was really forming alliances and you need alliances and double-crosses and and putting your game into your own hands. So we'll see how we go. That's what I'll be looking out for. I'm excited. I'm excited for the show and I'm excited for this podcast. Sweet. All right. Well, I'll Survivor talk- mates. <laughs> I'll talk to you after the next uh, week of Survivor airs in Australia. Yeah, great. Right. See you then, mate. See you, mate. <laughs> <laughs>